We made USAA insurance for veterans like James. When he found out how much USAA was helping members save, he said, It's time to switch. We'll help you find the right coverage at the right price. USAA. What you're made of, we're made for. Restrictions apply. Leftovers? Or... The DMV? Number 97. Or... House cleaning? Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. We're prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All righty then. Welcome back to Sports Nation Live right here on Nationwide. 90 FM, Garfield, Alric. Um, Kimani, of course, books on the other side of the glass. Uh, we'll be here with you until 8 o'clock. I, I see Alec went for it. Yes. Like we, we told Kimani, we, we are not selfish. We have stuff for him. We have goodies for him. And just to let you know, Alicia, Mrs. White, said that she came here. No, don't say nothing about that. Just give him the cigarette. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> so, this is your Sigma okay. Run shirt. And a bag, a green bag. I love the bag. I like you about the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you very so much. Sigma is on tomorrow. Yes. That's the invitation. I'll go after my go after my myself with the day tomorrow. Okay, so you're 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 babysitting. So you couldn't. You were not invited. Please open up. No, you know. So you know what? Protocol is for specially invited guests. Wow. Were you invited? You were babysitting. You couldn't get an invitation. We thought you were still babysitting. It's so weird. I, I thought we were a team. We thought so, too. I think you disappeared for two months. Well, we hear, by the way, that you were babysitting right. for two months. You don't babysit. I almost oh. babysit my picnic. Okay. I was on daddy duties. For two months. It wasn't two months. Yeah, had a new baby? Like about a month. No. Oh. I'm another one, though. <laughs> you know, we're not going to get into that. I, I want to get to what we're here to talk about, and that's sports. Eh? Yeah. Um, we, we're going to tip off with some basketball for this segment. As we said, the NBA is getting is getting hot. Um, my favorite player got injured this week, and it's, it's kind of made me do. Yeah. One of your ten favorite No, man. No, Steph is my favorite player. No, no. I have two teams in football locally, one internationally, mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. one favorite player in basketball, and that's Steph Curry, but he, yeah, the rest he got injured. Basketball. All right. Our guest will be the broadcast assistant for the Toronto Raptors, uh, Mike Roach. Mike is with us. Mike, welcome back. Thank you, gentlemen. How is everyone doing? So great. What's wait, going on? Wait, hold on. Kimani's back? I heard you were babysitting yeah. or something. <laughs> Yo, something. He hired a babysitter this week. Oh, okay. So at at first, I thought somebody was babysitting you. <laughs> <laughs> See? He's not us uh, I'm here, man. I'm here. I'm here. I'm ready to go. Right. So what's going on? You know, Last after um, I'm, I'm still uh, upset about losing to the grandpas last night. And, uh, I'm getting over it. I'm getting over it. You're getting over so, it, Mike. So, so let's start with them. With that. That's, where that's where we have to start. What were your thoughts on the, the last night's game, especially with that you know three point that Russell Westbrook uh, made after he made that uh, excellent steal, came down, took his foot off the line, and hit that shot. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, you can't knock him. He, he played very well yesterday. Um, he played under control, which I like to see. And LeBron had a had a fantastic game as well. Uh, I was competitive yeah. all the way down the line. You know, I I mean, the Raptors had this game in the bag before it went to, to overtime. Bad turnover at the end of the game. I had no idea with 10 seconds left when you make that turnover. I was thinking the first thing Coach Nick Nurse would tell the rest of the team was just to foul him and put him on the line so they don't have the opportunity to shoot a three. You put him on the line for two. There's a few seconds left, and then you trade free throws back and forth until the game is over. But ultimately, Russell Westbrook knocks down the three. They go to overtime, and then it was just too much in the end. But it was a good game. I, I was happy to see Russell Westbrook play well. That's number one, especially with everything that he's been going through, with all the heat that he's taking. So, I mean, at the end of the day, I was happy he played well, but I'm still mad that the Raptors lost. Speaking of him playing well, you you think all those criticisms that he has been receive, receiving has forced him to, well, well, he has used it a positive way, so to speak, then? I think so. I think so a little bit. What he needs to do is just slow down a little bit. He always moves at 100 miles per hour. Every game you watch him play, I'm not sure he knows how to play any different way, but at some point he's going to have to learn that tempo matters, and he's going to have to change speeds at times. And I thought he did a good job of that yesterday. If he can continue to play like that, along with LeBron James. You know, LeBron is a guy, I mean, it's kind of tough at the age he's at, but he is a phenom, obviously. The way he scores the ball, 30-plus almost every single game, that's a lot for him to do, but he's still managing to do it. If he can continue to do that, which is a lot, along with yeah. getting the under-controlled play from Russell Westbrook and some help from some of the other role guys, they might be okay. But if you're going into the play-in and a playoff situation, you you won't do anything if Anthony Davis is not healthy. So if Westbrook try and, and, and change his game, like I said, slow down, wouldn't that um, like minimize some of his arsenal? I don't think so, really, because what's happening right now is when he keeps playing at that level, he's committing turnovers. And he's not just committing sometimes two or three turnovers. Sometimes you look in the, on the stat sheet and at the end of the game, he has seven turnovers, eight turnovers, nine turnovers. That's way too high. That... I'm not only... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say not only that. You're asking a, a player who has been in the league a long time and have and has been playing a certain way to change his game towards the end of the season for the obviously for the benefit of the team which I which the coaches, the coaching staff, uh front office has been trying to get him to do since the beginning of the season and it it hasn't worked yet. They even wanted to bench him and they had discussions about that and, you know, Russ is going to be Russ. That is where he's at where now. But but other than that, though, uh, Mike, I mean, they snapped a three-game losing streak, you know, you know, dropped, you know, 12 out of the last, you know, 15. I mean, we can, can we say they're making a turnaround? I mean, they're still showing, uh, they're still coming out in games, not having good starts, trying to come back at the end. I mean, you're starting to see the tired legs 
towards the end of the season, LeBron James is pretty much the only one that's been really playing, I would say, consistently high-level basketball, scored what? It was like the, they're like 2-0 and when he scores 50, 50. <laughs> you know, 50 points. I like what, 0 and whatever when, you know, he's under 50. I mean, we thought that after the All-Star game, we would see, you know, a new rejuvenated team. Uh, AD went down. But he, they're not sure if he's going to come back before, you know, before the, the end of the, the season. He might be gone for the season. Where are they? Where do you think they're going to go right now? Do you think they have a chance to make the plane? I mean, they're hovering right there at the ninth spot. But what's your thoughts? Well, they have a chance for the plane. You know, when it comes to one game, I would never count out LeBron James. Not for one game. When it comes to a series, that's a different story. But one game, you can't count out LeBron because he can still put up 50 on you. Yeah. Now, the problem I have is, okay, let's say they do win in the play-in, right? And they get into the first round to play against Phoenix. That's a sweep. <laughs> yeah, That's a sweep. Right, right. Yeah, Defensively, Phoenix enough. is too much. Mm-hmm. Defensively, they're too much. They're too smart on the offensive end. I Maybe a gentleman sweep 4-1. But there is no way they're getting past the Suns. There's no way. And you know what would be sad? LeBron has 20 points to go to pass Karl Malone for second all-time on the all-score list. And, I mean, it, it just shows you. 20 points, that's it? 20 points, yeah. 20 points against Washington tonight. Oh, I better plays. watch that. Frank Vogel has said that he's not sure if he's going to play tonight because he logged a lot of minutes, I think around 45 minutes the last game. But, I mean, you're talking about a, a, a player that's been in, what, 17th, 18th, I, I believe, um, mm-hmm. season. And at 37 years old, putting up the numbers, he's still putting up. I mean, he definitely has changed, like, the whole landscape, how you think about older players over their 30s playing the game right now when you're talking about the commit level of commitment and taking care of his body you know what I mean I'm still leading the team I'm playing at a high level I mean that's crazy yeah LeBron is LeBron is just next level you I mean you you can't you can't find this anywhere else you're not gonna find a guy at this age who's had this many miles and years in the league still playing at this level this is By unprecedented far. territory We've never seen anything like this. It's not like we're saying LeBron James is still pretty good. He's still one of the top players in the league by far, Mm -hmm. by far. So to see what he is doing right now and continuing to do is absolutely amazing because it's not like we're looking at him and saying, "Eh, maybe he has half a season left next year Mm -hmm. or a full season. (laughs) He could legitimately play another two or three seasons and be very good. He need, he need some help though. But, but enough of that grandpa team. <laughs> Although they beat up your team, Mike. Um, <laughs> enough of them. Um, another great player in the league we should we should be talking about is is KD. He's been he's been going good since he's come back from injury. Um, what do you say of those Brooklyn Nets? Brooklyn is dangerous. Nobody wants to play them in the first round. I I would not want to play them. 
I don't care if I'm Miami, Milwaukee, any one of those teams, if he has a healthy Kyrie Irving next to him, you're in trouble. Because he is he is probably the one of the most dangerous scorers in the history of basketball ever. I mean, you you cannot stop Kevin Durant. Too much skill, too athletic, finishes anywhere on the court, can shoot it from 35 feet, doesn't matter where it is, can have a hand in his face, can be double teamed, can fade away, can put up a floater, can score in clutch time, can hit free throws. I mean, there there's nowhere on the court where he's not a threat on the offensive end. He can put the ball in the basket from anywhere. He has ice in his veins. He's not afraid of anyone. So, you know, with with not just his scoring ability, but his mentality, what do you do? I, I, I agree with you, Mike, but with Kyrie uncertainty, you know, playing at home and you saying that it's a team that nobody wants to see in the first round. I, I don't know. I still open the ear on that one. Well, that because, makes sense. I mean, especially if he can't play, right? If mm-hmm. if, if I mean, Kyrie if can't play. Last year's, yeah, we looked at last year's playoff. KD, I mean, James Harden was hobbling. But, but Kyrie was out. But, but, he still couldn't get them. He still couldn't get them um, past the, the, the Milwaukee Bucks. But, Mike, t- tell me, um, with, with this, Loosening of of the um, COVID protocols. Don't you think it's it's just a matter of time before Kyrie Irving is allowed to play? We see him sitting in the stands without a mask at the last home game, <laughs> which I think is ridiculous. <laughs> right, right. So I, I think the fans, the state, everyone is getting annoyed with this protocol now. I, I think it's just a matter of time before Irving is back playing with his team home and away. You're right, but is that going to come before the playoffs is the question. You know. Now, if the mayor wants to look like a hero, then <laughs> he'll change the rule right before the playoffs begin. But if yeah, it doesn't happen be before the playoffs begin, I mean, come on, he's right. They could be in a little bit of trouble. Or the team could just decide to suck up the fine. That is true, too. That is true as well, but that sends a very bad message to the rest of the people working in that arena and the people working in that state because you're literally saying that we're willing to do this for Kyrie Irving because he can put a ball in the basket, but we're not willing to do it for everybody else in the state. Yeah. But, but Mike, don't you think they're left with some egg on their face when Kyrie's able to walk in the stadium without a mask? Court time. Not only what, but um, everyone. Yeah, I'd be like right there at the court, but you can't be on. He actually went in the locker room. They were actually fined for that because I think they said he wasn't allowed to be in the locker room with the team. But it, it's it has to be egg on the face of the league when a man that you, you can't go on the court, but he's sitting you court sit side. Yeah, and, and he was able to to greet the players on court. Right. So you're absolutely right. Now, but the egg on the face is not due to the league; it's due to the state. I mean, the the rules make absolutely no sense. How can you have a player sit in the front row with no mask on, <laughs> but is talking to everyone, court, slapping everybody, giving everyone high fives, he's hug. giving everyone hugs. He's on the court with them in every other state, but now at home he can't play. The, you, you see, the problem is is that 
at the end of the day, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. It it literally just does not make sense. And I don't know if if the mayor just has too much pride at this point to, to change the rule or he's not going to just change it for one guy who's playing basketball. But it really just does not make sense. Hold up. Let's, let's, let's go to Garfield's favorite NBA team, the Golden State Warriors. What's that would be the last time he's Lakers. Not at all. I can't, I can't keep up with you know which team he's supporting. It's Golden State. But no, how big are losses? Curry, Curry, Steph Curry, for them right now. Um, given that Steph, Draymond Green, and Clay Thompson have only played about eleven minutes. Eleven games. The, no, eleven minutes on the court total on the court together. Well. It is a big loss. I wouldn't say I wouldn't magnify it too much just for the standpoint that they've played together for so many years that he won't miss a beat when he gets back into the lineup. So I'm I'm not really worried about their chemistry. I'm more worried about what the evaluation of his ankle is going to be after 2 weeks when they're heading into the playoffs. Because yeah. he's going to be they didn't say he'd be back in 2 weeks. They said they were going to reevaluate the ankle in 2 weeks. So that concerns me a little bit because we know that he's had issues with his ankle for many years. And we saw that Steve Kerr, Steve Kerr was absolutely furious with Marcus Smart after that play happened, right? So You thought it was a dirty play though, Mike? I didn't no, think, I didn't, I didn't think about it. I didn't think it was a dirty play at all. You know this well. What do they teach you from grade school when there's a loose ball? Dive. You dive. You hit the ground immediately. There's no way you can tell me that Marcus Smart can dive and aim that precisely to take out his ankle. No. I, I don't think so. I don't think so. It I mean, he's unfortunate, he, but it definitely was not dirty play, in my opinion. Yeah, me either. I mean, sure, he might have. Um, he might have thought he would have had some contact with Curry, but to injure his ankle in in such fashion, I, I don't think any real competitor, especially a guy like Marcus Smart, would do anything yeah. like that. I mean, we know the guy flops a lot, that's for sure. But to, to take out a guy's ankle, I don't think that was malicious in any way. But Steph Curry, you really got to keep your eye on him and see what that evaluation is going to be like in two weeks because without him, I don't know how far you get. Uh, Mike, we, the, the other day we had a chat and we were looking at how the season would go with all the teams fully fit, and I think you're edging a bit towards a, a fully fit Golden State or um, Brooklyn. Looking at the injuries now <laughs> and and the Kyrie situation, Steph is out for a while, CP3 may be coming back soon, Kyrie can't play at home. Looking at all that we're looking at, what are you edging towards now? Okay, so CP3 getting back in the lineup is one thing I'm keeping my eye on. Kyrie Irving, as you just mentioned, is another place where we have to keep our eye on. And Steph Curry, and we mentioned these three teams. The other place I'm keeping my eye on, I'm not so sure about Memphis yet. I'm not 100% sold on Memphis. They're young. Typically, when you have a young team and they're getting into the postseason for the first time, when that experience factor is not there, sometimes you lose plays 
based on not knowing what to do at certain times, especially later down in the stretch. But there's one other team. Right. There's one other team I'm keeping my eye on, and that's Denver. And I'm keeping my eye on Denver because I'm hearing about Jamal Murray coming back and Michael Porter Jr. Don't know what kind of – now, they haven't played in a long time. So we don't know what kind of shape they're going to be in. It it won't be game shape. I'll tell you that because you need a long time to get back into game shape. And you know you can only get back in game shape by playing in games. You can't do it on a treadmill. You can't do it in the weight room. You got to play games because it hits different than anything else. But if they can get into some type of game shape, along with the way that Nikola Jokic is playing, I would keep my eye on the Denver Nuggets. Last quick one before we go, Mike, because we're running out of time. I worry about the defending champions. I have not heard you mention the defending champions. Well, the Milwaukee Bucks are, are definitely there in the Eastern Conference. They're not to be slept on. They can come out of the East again, for sure. We know the players that they have. They're solid. Attend to Kumpo. Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday and those guys, I think they're just bored of the regular season at this point. They're just waiting for the playoffs. They are waiting for the playoffs. They know nobody's talking about them right now. And I think they're hungry to show again that they can go straight back to the Eastern Conference Finals. To be honest with you, Mike, one to six is pretty competitive, man. It's like two, three games separating, you know, everybody between one to six and it can go either way. I mean, Philadelphia is playing great, but you know, with Harden, he still has, for me, he still has to prove that he can do it in the playoffs. Uh, my um, Chicago Bulls, they've been slipping uh, late last. Yeah, down you know, to last fifth now. In a row. Yeah, you know, two or two, eight in the last ten. So, I mean. They could still slide some more. There's, a, there's about 11 or 12 games left. They got to make sure. nobody's talking about them. Yeah, nobody's talking about Miami. I think we know that they're built for the playoffs and they're just waiting for the playoffs. But I I think everybody is very intrigued with the Miami team because they're wondering if those rules change and Brooklyn ends up in eighth, a Miami-Brooklyn in the first round is possible. Mm -hmm. A Toronto-Miami is possible as well. So... We don't know what's going to happen because the seven and the eight is Toronto and Brooklyn. And now Toronto is one game back of Cleveland with 12 games remaining on the schedule. So you're still going to see some movement if there's some losing and some win streaks for a few different teams. All right. Well, next week at this time, I'm sure we'll have lots more to talk about. It's it's getting to that time of the season where it's nice and close and exciting. Mike, as usual, thanks, man. Thanks for, for, for being with us and sharing your insight. Continue to stay safe, and we'll do this again next week. Thank you, gentlemen. Appreciate you having me. All right. Have a good one. You've been listening to the Mike Roach Podcast, where storytelling, sports, and keeping it real are the only ways to live by. We hope you've gotten some valuable and practical information from the show. Link up with us on Instagram at oxp.media or at microach7, where you can view images of the content on this program. We're on Facebook, Apple Podcast, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcast. Have a wonderful day, and thank you for listening. Until next week.
leftovers. Or the DMV. Or house cleaning. Or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.